are listening to Video Games to the Max. Hello and welcome to another edition of Video Games to the Max. I'm your host, Sean Gummer, and uh, Jeff is here once again, uh, saving my bacon, because I, I had another guest and he unfortunately had internet issues. Um, so thank you so much for uh, being on, man. Uh, Just so tech can, issues all about here, trying to get my Exa- headset working. Yeah, for sure. And and you got the patch for tech issues. Okay, so just to go ahead and get started with the intro here, we are going to be talking about the big showcases, Summer Game Fest kickoff, the Xbox showcase, the Ubisoft Forward, the Capcom showcase, and then some other indie ones that we may or may not have watched, talk about our favorite games from them, uh, what stood out, what didn't, and of course the games we've been playing, Diablo 4, that Final Fantasy 16 demo that just dropped and Liza P demo and some other things. So we'll get into all of that and more. All right. Well, just in case this is your first time listening or watching, or this is your hundred time, we always appreciate you. And thank you uh, to Jeff for Jeff Young for being on the show of Analog Stick Gaming. Make sure you go check out everything over there at Analog Stick. And if you're needing to subscribe, like, follow, whatever, on the YouTube channel, that's WTM Network YouTube channel. And remember that not only do you get what we do here for the video game side on video games, you get the entertainment stuff. So I'm pretty sure tomorrow, uh, if you're watching us live or whenever you watch it, that uh, Transformers Rise of the Beasts will be there, the review. I actually did go watch that in the theater in RDX. I'll probably talk about that at the end. Nice. Enjoyed it for the most part, but they'll have a full like movie style review. Uh, and they do great stuff over there, the Radless folks. So you definitely want to go check that out for the Demi Hollywood. Uh, Taught the Cakey doing anime. You got uh, anime from Marks and some other things that we do as well on the audio side, because I'm sure a lot of people still listen with their ears. I still love to listen to podcasts. Not only does it save me battery, but it's a lot easier sometimes than just having YouTube on. You can just go subscribe video games to the max. You get every time we do a show. If you want to subscribe to the other shows, you have to go find those individually uh, as they removed our network feed. Um, that's just a thing that Spreaker decided they don't want to pay for anymore. Either way, let's get on with things here. We're going to go ahead and talk about like our games first because it showcases. I don't know where, where how involved or not involved they're going to get. And, and yeah. people that maybe didn't watch those don't have to feel like you got to trudge through if you're watching and listening live at the moment so you're playing that that uh recently released diablo 4 jeff uh so is there anything different gameplay wise from the other diablos and maybe you played diablo 3 uh when reaper souls first came out and you didn't touch it again like is there anything different there I mean, I played all the Diablos. I mean, I remember playing the first Diablo on the PlayStation 1 with the mouse that you could get for it. Um, And then Diablo 2, played that. Um, Diablo 3, I really enjoyed, um, despite the controversy surrounding its colorful visuals and all the the store stuff that they did at the start. It it got to a good place with the expansion pack. Um, Yeah, Diablo 4 feels more like a sequel to 2. Like, if 3 hadn't happened, you wouldn't have missed it. It, it it literally feels like they just picked up where two left off and then just kind of went there. It's it's dark, it's gritty, it's kind of everything everybody's wanted for Diablo. Um, it is a live service game. 
Um, I mean, Diablo's always had a online component of playing with friends and stuff, so not much has really changed there. I know the shop, everybody's like, oh, the microtransactions are so expensive. Well, they're cosmetics, you know, like they're, they're not going to really do anything. There's lots of really cool armor in the game. Um, you're never going to be bored of your look. You're, you can always change it up. There's the um, wardrobe that allows you to just pick a look and stick with it, despite what you're you're equipping. And then you can just go right into your inventory and disable the, the wardrobe feature. It's it's a quality of life update that's really really nice because you don't have to go all the way back to a main town just to see if that armor looks cool. Um, but Diablo 4 is fantastic. Like it is everything you kind of wanted it to be. Um, it's massive in scale. Um, the character classes are, are truly magnificent. I'm playing as the Necromancer, and I've just got a, a build that is like just melting enemies with like a like a black haze. I, I wish the haze was a little more transparent because it can be a little difficult to see what you're actually killing. But I am melting things so freaking fast that you know it is just so fun. I'll, I'll jump into another class at some point, but I'm currently working through that game, but I got bombarded with two codes, so those take priority, so Diablo is just going to sit to the corner for the for the time being, but uh, yeah. it is it is really fantastic. Like, it plays really nice. I do wish the dodge roll was back from three. Um, you do have a dodge, but it's very limited. The cooldown, I think, is way too much. Um, you can get armor that has perks that give additional dashes, so that you could get two or three dashes, which makes escapability pretty good. But uh, yeah, it, it it's the dark and gritty Diablo that people have wanted for years. It's fantastic. Like it's really, really good. Uh, do you like that uh, your character is now in the the cutscenes and everything? Yeah, like um, I think honestly, there's probably been like four or five cutscenes that I've played so far where I can really see my character. Some of the shots are a little farther away. I do like that you can see your character. And I mean, like the, the quality of those cutscenes are fantastic. I mean, they don't touch their cutscenes that I think Blur, I believe, is the company that does them. But um, the cutscenes are still fantastic. It looks really good. Um, I've had one glitch and it almost broke my progress. But oh, no. I went back to the town, changed the world tier, went back in, it reset the dungeon and fixed it. So there was a workaround. Um, I actually posted that on the Blizzard forums. If you're looking for the uh, workaround for the, uh, um, trying to think it's a, what quest it is. It's in Act 4. You follow a guy into a room, and if you don't pay attention to him, he'll teleport into the room he's going to end up in, and then the yeah. doors are locked, and you can't get in. But yeah, if you change your world tier, it'll reset the dungeon um, and fix it. There's lots of people having issues. I was looking that up, and yeah, it's still that one glitch aside um it has been it's been everything you've pretty much wanted from diablo it plays really good the classes are good the skill system is really nice you can respect it anytime it just costs gold um and i mean you can go and do one dungeon sell everything and you have more than enough gold to pay for that respect so it's very inexpensive like they could have done a respect token in the shop that you paid real money for they didn't um so it's it's really nice. It is. It's fantastic. Like, I don't know what the battle pass is going to look like. I don't know how greedy that's going to be because that hasn't dropped with it. No, if you if you were if you were on the fence because you thought it was going to be Diablo Immortal all over again, it's it's not. It really is not. I haven't tr like, I've tried the PVP area, which is pretty interesting. It's like this big desert area where you're collecting um, 
like soul tokens or whatever and then you take them to like a an area that you have to like hold for a certain period of time it reminds me of the multiplayer in the division where you go into an area you find your loot you take it to a place that you have to extract it and then you have to defend that extract point from other players i haven't got into the end game yet i'm still in act four so yeah so i was gonna ask you was uh where were you at exactly and you know yeah, how long I, how long do you feel like it's taking you to get there um well i played for two days and 25 minutes wow so all right so 48 hours uh, yeah and i raced i raced to act four because so i could get the mount because they're like yeah you you get this mount if you pre-order or whatever like that and i'm like cool i can't use it for 40 hours yeah uh is there anything i know you said you got two that are embargoed you can't talk about but yeah um... one of them's a game of the year contender for me um people who know me personally probably know exactly what i'm playing um i got it pretty early but um it's unbelievable um but you yeah. won't see a review out until but um the other one that i'm playing is i can say that i'm playing it i, can, I have a jpeg that i can share of the start screen that i can put on there and that's layers of fear i haven't touched yeah. it i haven't played it yet i just got the code um, but i can yeah. say i'm playing it um but uh no it's it's one that i'm kind of excited for because this is blooper team's chance to show what they could do with the silent hill game right and if they bungle this, then who knows? But I know there's like a code especially developer. Especially being a remake of their franchise, like they should know. Yeah, and I, yeah. I, there, I can't remember if Silent Hill has a code developer or if this has a code developer. I, I'd have to take a look. I can't remember exactly. But uh, no, I mean the the first layers of fear I thought was fine. The second one I thought was a little bit better. Um, but this one here, I'm excited to see what they can do with Unreal Five. Well, uh, that sounds. Awesome, you're getting to review all that stuff. Uh, great that Diablo is what everybody wanted to be. Obviously, uh, I think they just announced that they sold like exactly the 666 million cash. Uh, the mark of the beast of money for Diablo. That's that's all they needed right there. Um, so you know that's doing well for Blizzard. They if there's one company that has needed a positive right now, it's definitely them. And glad to know that Diablo Four is exactly. All the hype is well deserved. So that uh, being said, I've I think I'm almost done with that uh, One Piece Odyssey DLC. Nice. Um, so I probably should have a review of both the main game and the DLC together on full one pretty soon. The DLC doesn't. It really plays like a greatest hits version of the game, the okay. the actual main game. It just kind of you get to play the bosses again stronger without having to do all the traversal stuff that you do in the actual game, you know, which people can either like that because you get to explore the worlds or you don't like that and you want to just get to the meat of it, whatever. Um, but while still getting to have your characters all powered up and everything, literally they were 56 when I finished beating the game. They're at like 73 and I think I'm going mm. to the final boss. So they level them up pretty quick, which makes it also nice so that if you're not super leveled up when you beat up when you beat the game, it levels you up pretty fast that way too. Yeah, it just I've enjoyed that game. It's still probably the I mean it's not saying much. There's not a whole list of amazing One Piece games or whatever. Uh that yeah. list is probably really small. But I it's just kind of wish the best they got one. even one good fairy tale game because like yeah. that one on Switch was just not cutting it. 
Uh, unfortunate. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the problem is most of these Ben and Emco anime games, they kind of like are not great. Uh, it's it, it in general, most of them are kind of mid tier to to the bottom, yeah. and and the ones that really stand out, you know, it's very few. So, um, I'm just glad One Piece got finally got some justice outside of the Musu games. That mm-hmm. those are really hard to mess up. So, yeah, there's been lots of One Piece games. Like I yeah. keep seeing them pop up on like Game Pass and stuff, and I'll try them for a little bit, but I'm not familiar yeah. with the properties. Uh, yeah, it's this one is good because it's an RPG. It's a turn-based RPG, so it's pretty simple to get into. I agree with you. If you don't care about the property at all, that's most of the charm of this game is you kind of have to care about the property uh, because yeah. for the most part, it's a run-of-the-mill turn-based RPG. It does have one cool mechanic, which allows you to which is funny because I've caught myself trying to do it when I played other RPGs this year, <laughs> where you press R1 and you can flip through the characters before okay. they do their turn. So you can decide in what order you want them to attack, which is actually. Um, but yeah, when I'm playing something else, I'm like, oh, right, I don't do that in this game. So, um, but yeah, it, for the most part, I've actually. It's, it's when I look back at the rest of the stuff that I played this year, it's probably not going to be in my top 10 yeah. or whatever but it's still something i've enjoyed through the year what? which is good too i just find those games really tough to get into if you're not a fan like even like yeah. the naruto games like the fairy tale game i think it was i think it took place after like episode 146 or something oh and it's yeah. like i get it it's for the fans but if you really want those games to sell you have to do something that allows new audiences to really get into them because the yeah. entry the entry the cost of entry for those things are is horrific like i tried to burn through as much fairy tale as i could um before the the game had come out but i got like i don't know 40 or 50 episodes in and i love i absolutely love the anime it's just high action and then you play the game and it's like where is that action where is that intensity it's just not there oh man that sucks it's weird like you play the naruto games like the i don't even know which series it is it's that one that um i think they have a new one coming out the ninja storm or whatever yeah those ones feel like you're literally watching the anime in the in the combat in the character interactions and the cutscenes. it literally feels like you're watching the anime the fairy tale game and what i've seen with other anime games is it just feels like you could take any anime swap it and it would still work because those games are just completely devoid of personality or at least the personality of the source material. It never felt right. like I was watching the fairy tale anime. Like I'm sitting here watching the main character and he's not doing any of his major screaming type of yelling, big flashy attacks. It's all like attack. Oh, cool. Like it just doesn't feel like you're you're watching the, the energy or the source material. And what I've seen of the One Piece game it looks it looks fun. It just like the, yeah. the barrier of entry for characters is just really tough. Yeah, unfortunately they they do a big time skip when you get to the last part because they wanted to get to one of the bigger later arcs. Yeah. So they you go through the anime, which listen uh, to get to the part where they the end part you have to go through like seven hundred something episodes. If you talk about buried entry, that's huge. Uh, obviously you could also watch some recaps and whatever to get the main gist of the story. Um, you are going to miss some of the like cool, like callback moments. And when they have, uh, they have a lot of the guest characters or whatever. So you're not going to recognize those, but you could get the main gist of the stories and they, and this game is, 
is mostly about like basically reliving those big moments in engine and kind of seeing how they could have played out differently uh, if yeah. you did other things, right? Which is interesting in a way, but again, if you don't have that love for the series, it's not going to resonate. And then there's so much you have to do, like you mentioned, to kind of get there that it's it's a big barrier um, yeah. at that point. But yeah, uh, aside from that, uh, I've also I played a little bit of that Liza P demo. Um, I don't I, know how I beat long the first it is. Midi- I- I beat the yeah. first mid boss, got out to where the doors are, and I'm like, okay, I'll try, I'll try it later because I was putting news together and stuff. But it seems fun. That's exactly what I did. Uh, the guy with the the trench coat, the big bat, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that, that's about as far as I got as well. Um, I'm not sure how much further that game that demo goes. I heard um, it like it was about an hour and a half, roughly. Because that's okay. what most of the play times that I've seen for it. But um, I just felt like the, my only criticism of it so far is it, it felt like my attacks should go farther than what they were. I wasn't gauging my my distance as as properly. It didn't feel like I should have been missing those attacks. It felt like I had to get a look closer than than what it was visually uh, which, showing me. Which weapon were you? It was just the main one, the the right from the start. Okay, the balance one. I think uh, so. That's the one I use. The one is, I guess it's like a small, like, oh, sword yeah, or whatever. Yeah, you pick from three things at the start. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll have um, to try a different weapon, but. Like, I know they have, like, a big axe, and then I think it's, like, a maybe longer sword or something. But I agree with you that the one I pick the first one that they show you because it's the balanced one. I'm not, yeah. like, a big souls-like uh, person, but I love the aesthetic and the world and everything. So I was like, okay, I want to yes. try this. And, uh, you know, the the enemies leading up to the boss aren't are anything you can actually you can take them out without having a block or whatever at all but, yeah they're, they're super simple um yeah when i got to that boss i felt the same thing i was like this feels like why do i feel like i have to get right next to him to do anything and the sword looks longer than it actually is yeah, in like practice. that's yeah. really my only criticism so far because I think visually it looks cool. I think the idea of Pinocchio is fantastic. I think there's yeah. a lot of really cool, interesting takes you can take on the on the story. You know, whether or not we're going to get the whale or anything, or maybe that's going to be a, a symbolize something else. Right. But uh, no, it seems pretty good. It's gorgeous too. It looks really, really good. Oh yeah, it looks great on if you have a 4K TV. It looks awesome. Yeah. Uh, uh, definitely, if uh, you're a Souls-like fan and this is interesting to you all, that, that demo is out there. So definitely go uh, check it out. Um, the one, you know, I've already pre-ordered the game. I already know this is going to be one of my game of the years. Uh, and then of the hour or so that I've played of the Final Fantasy 16 demo, I already know <laughs> I'm sold. Um, yeah, I'll see if I can afford it. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, no, I'll, I definitely want to try that demo. Yeah, that it's um I, I'm surprised that they, they went so hard on that celebration. That thing was like four hours. I didn't watch the whole thing, but uh I'm glad they didn't make everybody watch the whole thing to announce that the demo was coming out this week. I was hoping it was coming out last night because I was off and I could have played it, but either way, you know, like what I uh really appreciate about it is that it, it lives up to what they want. You know, definitely gives you that, like, kind of gritty Game of Thrones feel. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's bloody gory from the start. I mean, the, the demo, 
uh, has a lot of cutscenes, so you know it's going to get you into that story really fast. And then yeah. the the fighting feels really good. Uh, I, I wonder, you know, how much harder it's going to get because I feel like either that or I'm just used to action games and I'm getting the dodge down really well. Yeah. Um, but it kind of eases you in. So I'm assuming that later on you're going to have faster enemies that you're fighting where you're going to have to really be looking at that dodge mechanic because um, it's not like a dodge roll. It's like a dodge back, and you got to yeah. kind of time that right. Um, the And and they, like, the everything that they show is uh, fantastic. So I'm excited to play more, like, the, the last hour and then the battle uh, part of the demo as well. So... Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be it only, it comes out what in like ten days, so I'm excited for sure. I I the the one thing that I'm I'm just waiting is for Square Enix to be like, oh, it it disappointed in sales. Oh God, if they say this disappointed in sales, because hope. <laughs> you got You got to take a look at it. it's only on PS5, right? Yeah. So the install base for PS5, you got to figure how many people are actually going to buy it that have a PS5. I think this might be the like here's. The game is probably going to be incredible. It's probably going to get nines and tens. I think this is going to be one of the worst selling Final Fantasies in terms of Mm -hmm. the expectation around it, because this one has been hyped up so much. It's on new hardware. It looks gorgeous. It's a a very different one because you got to figure there's different layers to this because you have a Final Fantasy game that's on one piece of hardware. So that is already going to dilute the install base because it's Final Fantasy. Then you have Final Fantasy that doesn't play like a Final Fantasy game. It plays like a God of War game. So then you are already diluting from the Final Fantasy crowd to that. But you are picking up a different crowd as well, too. But they may not know this because they see Final Fantasy. And so they're automatically the same. Oh, it's probably turn-based or whatever the case is. Like Final Fantasy VII is going to have no problem selling. Yeah, This one here, I'm very very curious about about how well it's going to sell but even then remember final fantasy 7 remake didn't sell as hot as they wanted it to because it was ps4 and ps5 exclusive it wasn't until they got it onto the pc that i think it started getting the numbers that they wanted uh and they're gonna have to wait longer for that i think it was the blurry texture on that door that caused the sales though yeah (laughs) exactly but you know, I, I'm very curious about how this is going to sell, considering it is one skew on one platform, and it's not the same type of right. game that that genre is. It, it, are they going to be able to open it enough to more PS5 players? Uh, also, knowing that you're going to shut out a lot of people in Japan as well, right? Because there's a lot of backlash from that end of not being big fans of the fact that they went in this direction. And then yeah. you're gonna hopefully pick up more people from Europe and uh, yeah, Americas, but, and so you know, at least it has a free in lore compendium, unlike Golem yes. that you have to pay for. And, and I I used it, and it's great. You press the touchpad, and Who's all the guy? lore. Clint. Yeah, exactly. It tells you right He's there. The milkman. Um. <laughs> uh, so I, I feel like I'm not so worried about it because I feel like they have to know that there's there's a limitation. Well, didn't didn't not, they say that they weren't impressed with the pre-order numbers? Well, of course they wouldn't be, right? Yeah. They're expecting it's Final Fantasy. They're going to have bigger numbers. But I think I would hope that when they look back at it and they go, well, we're only selling on PS5. So there's only going to be so much that they can well, this, do. This is Square Enix, though. They'll yeah. put it on one platform and they're like, why didn't we sell as many as we did on all platforms? 
Yeah, I, I don't know. When that exclusivity window finally ends, maybe they'll uh, well, well it'll I, go to PC eventually. I think it'll probably go to PC. I don't think there's a chance that it'll go to Xbox ever, mainly because Sony helped with development. Right. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, Sony paid for the big marketing on that and everything. So, uh, you know, it, I, either way, uh, the impressive part is I think if it earns the accolades that mm. uh, they wanted to earn, I think that will make up some of that as well. Yeah, and if it gets a game uh, of the year nod, even if it doesn't win, that'll boost it as yeah, well too. For sure. I, I think it'll have a long tail. I, I just think the initial splash is going to be a pretty low number. Yeah, and not to mention there's a lot of stuff around it as well that has come out that kind of, like you said, you know, you have to worry about, okay, Street Fighter, Diablo, uh, Final Fantasy yeah. 16. There's I'm other still games. trying to write my Zelda review. It's in its yeah. final draft. <laughs> so, it, <laughs> um, I, case in point, I, I had a friend that he asked me, hey, what what's hot right now in, in games? And I said, well, I mean, you either got Street Fighter, you got Diablo, you got Zelda. He doesn't have a Switch, so I didn't mention it. And then you got Final Fantasy 16. And I was like, I know you really liked God of War uh, last year. I was like, I know maybe you're not an RPG guy or whatever, but you might want to look at this because it's not a traditional Final Fantasy game. And uh, he's like, oh, isn't that thing with like, they look like ostriches and whatever. And I was like, yeah, they kind of do. But look, if you like Game of Thrones, I think oh. you should check this out. And he watched the trailer and he's like, you know what? I'm buying this. And I was like, well, look, they sold somebody that's not a Final Fantasy fan into buying it. So I think you're going to get a lot of people like that, that that like action games that go, oh, you know but what? I think it's cool. going to be that word of mouth, though. I don't. I yeah. honestly think you're going to have that God of War gamer go up, see Final Fantasy on the shelf, and just keep walking. Right. No, I agree so with you. It, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, but that's what's good, though, right? Like you said, long tail. If you can get people to talk about your game and get people to uh, word of mouth your game, that will keep it going, right? How did Elden Ring exist last year? Uh, I know there's a lot of Dark Souls uh, folks yeah. and everybody. When it goes past that, right, you had everybody talking about Elden Ring. Elden Ring was the the game in the zeitgeist yeah. for like half First the year. First Souls game I ever yeah. beat. Exactly. See, and that, that was a lot of people that went through that, that – Oh, this is their first Souls game or their first Souls game that they went all the way through or whatever. And like this could be a lot of people's, oh, this is my first Final Fantasy that I went and beat. I don't know that it's gonna make you play the other Final Fantasies because they're all different, but yeah. at least you're now a fan of the franchise, right? Going forward. Uh and they do at least have seven remake and rebirth that will help with um with that. And you know, yeah. since we're already speaking about Final Fantasy, I'm not trying to sell a DoorDash ad right now. Uh, you know, let, let's go into the first, uh, showcase, which did feature a lot of Final Fantasy, uh, Summer Game Fest kickoff, the, the 2023 version. What did you think about this showcase and I guess, where does it rank on the Jeff Keighley showcase stuff? I mean, he's done a lot of these, right? But yeah, I mean, like, I think a lot of people, they they kind of lose sight that Jeff is not a platform holder. He's not a publisher. He is literally just someone who gets the scraps that he can and puts on a show. So he is at the mercy of whatever is available. And you got to figure too, that a lot of these other shows have contracts and advertising deals that lock them and prevent them from being on shows like that. So I think for what he's able to get, this show is actually pretty decent. Like for me, Summer Games Fest was a strong B plus. 
Um, I think it put on a lot of pretty decent stuff. It, it showed me things that I wanted, things that not necessarily I was surprised by, like Remnant 2 and Space Marine 2 are two games that I'm exceedingly excited about, especially Space Marine 2. Um, but Mortal Kombat 1 looked fantastic. I mean, those backgrounds are the best backgrounds I think I've ever seen in a fighting game. That game looks gorgeous. Um, and I'm I'm very excited for Mortal Kombat 1. That was my standout for the show. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth looks fantastic. Um, you know, I think that was always expected to look that good. Um, the wide open areas look fantastic. It, it, it really, it's really, I think, going to give a, a good visual refresh to areas that we've seen pixelated form, like in, in very simplistic form. So I think, I think it's going to do really, really good. Yeah, um, I I really liked a lot of what they showed in this showcase. Uh, if we're going to be honest, a lot of them are, you know, games for me. Uh, it helps a lot that probably one of my most anticipated games for a long while, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, got the big one more thing moment. And it had a heck of a trailer that it made everybody be thinking about, oh, my God, the timelines and all that stuff and, and all the things they did with it. It looked fantastic as well, like you said. And people wanted to see that you got what you wanted, right? You, they're they're traveling through the world. There's a there's a world map, and they're definitely there. And it's yeah. not uh, it's totally different than a remake, which was all corridored and shut off. Uh, so that's what everybody wanted, and they got that. Alan Wake two, they sold me on it. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I was excited about it. I'm an Alan Wake fan, so you know I'm I'm happy to that you know we do get the two characters, and you can either decide to play with one of them or both of them, or, you know, they gave, I'm glad they gave you that option. Um, Prince of Persia, the lost crown was a big surprise for me. Like I thought the moment they saw it, Oh, they're, they're showing me more remake yeah. uh, gameplay. And no, this is totally different. And I like that. And it's yeah. Apparently it's 60 FPS on switch. That's crazy to me, but I mean, it is that 2.5 D ish. It's not, you know, yeah. 3d. So it makes sense. Oh, another um, one that I forgot to add to this list here was actually Banishers Ghosts of New Eden. Wow, I forgot. Um, that that like Focus was just firing all cylinders on that show. Holy crap. Yeah, they had like four or five have. games. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, Banishers Ghosts of New Eden looks fantastic. Um I think that's Don't Not. I think it was the t- team behind that and they had another game at the Xbox showcase as well that they showed off and I I'm, I'm trying to remember what it was, but it's been a while since they've had two games going like yeah, and they just had a game go? come out this week unfortunately nobody's really talking about it the harmony of reverie or uh game but i it's good to see that donuts doing well uh, i'll have to take itself. a take a look at that uh, that other one there because the only other reverie game i'm thinking of is out next month uh, right exactly yeah the the trails one you know uh remnant 2 looked good uh as well so that's I'm excited. I'm I know uh, Keith, who I had on the show last week, he's excited about that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've seen him uh, tweeting like crazy on that. Yeah, he's he's ready for that. Ever Crisis, of course, also Final Fantasy related. I saw gameplay of that that looks great. I'm not a mobile game person, but I like the the different chibi art style and and the way that the it looks more like Crisis Core when you go into the battles, which is cool too. Yeah, I'm just um, wondering. What the what the next Final Fantasy VII thing is going to be? That is FC, because we've had AC, BC, CC, DC, EC, but now we need <laughs> FC. Um, so yeah, forever crisis. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Dirge of Cerberus, Forever Crisis. That'll be the whenever they remake that. I think that's the only thing left for them to do. Yeah, uh, I think like the, I, I almost wonder if if Rebirth is going to end with like getting Vincent. If that'll be like how that goes, but I don't know. Yeah, that's that's also the thing of like where are they going to end that? It's on two discs, which got everybody hyped, right? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going to call game. that game Final Fantasy VII Rebirth on two discs. <laughs> like that's just going to be what I'm going to call it now because that's that's the, the that's the the splash screen. Yeah, and that's uh, I mean everybody at the like I watched this whole uh, collage of various people uh, reacting to it. You know, Maximilian yeah. Dude and so many others. Uh, oh, Max like, lost shit. <laughs> yeah, Max, Max was like losing it the whole time, and then uh, at the end when they go the two disc, it's like everybody saying two disc. Oh my god! And I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna not go gonna get it on disc, so I won't know. But you know, whatever. I'll take one copy of Final Fantasy VII Rebirth on two discs. They're like, wait a minute, what? It has two discs. What? Weird that Sony let Jeff have the release date announcer for Spider-Man Two. Uh, I don't. Yeah. I don't know why? That was weird. Was that just so that Sony could be like, oh, we're one of the partners for exactly. um, Summer That's Game Pass. Like. We're, we're giving back to the community. Community. Yeah, like, oh, well, we showed up here, you know. Uh, you didn't see Nintendo this year, or really uh, Xbox didn't show up aside from ads. So, uh, hey, we're the big one, right? Uh, go praise us. Um, yeah. I guess one more uh, to mention, Like a Dragon Guide in the Man Who Raised His Name. I'm a huge Yakuza, like a dragon fan. So uh, getting to see yeah, some more of that, that is, is going to be good. Uh, another game that's not going to have, along with Alan Way 2, not going to have a physical edition. People are already getting upset about that. And of course, yeah. uh, I, you know, look, uh, we know it's been headed this way for a while. So unfortunately, it is what it is, folks. Um, yeah, it's like it's 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 expensive. To make a lot of the those like the manufacturer the copies and stuff like that, yeah. Um, and it all comes down to deals made by retail partners. And right. if they aren't seeing software sales increasing, then they aren't being incentivized to make those types of deals. So a lot of that stuff's going kind of tough. I mean, like I go to my Walmart here, and their game selection is pitifully. Like it is absolutely not there, but I mean, you gotta you gotta take a look at maybe fifteen percent of all games are are physical, right? And that's and I mean, a and really it's, high estimate. And now it's like basically almost the the big AAAs are the ones that get the the disc, and then yeah, everything well, else Microsoft is digital. Lower so. the the threshold for how many copies you need to produce for physical, I believe, too. So a lot yes. of indie games, but you get companies like Limited Run Games that are running physical copies and stuff, and they're they're at a premium because again, they're not making mass amounts of them. Right. But physical media is, I wouldn't be a bit surprised if the next generation of consoles do away without the disc drive in some respect. I think. There was a rumor of that the PS5 that they were going to come out with a detachable disk drive. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that's that's how we get disk drives. Was didn't uh, they? Wasn't the rumor that they only made the disk drive to skirt around a legal issue that the PS5 digital edition skirted the um, the legality the the law of it was you could only purchase games from the Sony store. And so there was like laws, I think, in the UK or something that said something yeah. like you cannot be the only store 
on your platform or something like that. So they made right. their, the disk drive to circumvent that. I remember. No, I mean, you're not you're not wrong about that. Like that, there is a law for that. Um, they struck hard against. You can't buy digital versions of a game on a store aside from Sony. You have to buy PSN cards and then buy your digital game, which to me is annoying because I'd rather just buy the the game I want and not have to. You know, it, it makes it easier when you're gifting. Also, like, oh, here's the game you wanted. Yeah. Um, instead of buying them, a it's bunch like of all cards. that mobile game bullshit where they're like, yeah. you know, to buy this, to buy this costume, you needed purple crystals. But to get purple crystals, you got to buy the white crystals and yeah. then convert them into purple crystals. It's that bull. And when I buy my daughter Roblox points, it's like, oh, you got to buy this and and then this, and it's like, why make this so complicated? But yeah, um, yeah for me, uh, I thought this was an A. It's one of their best. Uh, one of his best summer games fest. It helps a lot that the Shadow V3 is finally gone, right? They he is the major player. He is yeah. the one that people are coming to. Um, it is it, it does it's nice to have the one melded show where it does feel like the games industry can come together and we aren't all about the big everybody has to have their brand, everybody has to have their showcase. They do do that. It mm-hmm. was still obviously it this really felt like e3 in some respects because you still had everybody having their own thing but it's cool still to have keely finally feel like he achieved a little bit about what he wanted yeah a lot of the players together on this i still think the show needs to grow into something that has more of a physical presence i think in regards to having more developers and coming in because there was a lot of places that this didn't have space to have a lot of those games. Cause I know like there was um, the completionist, he was talking, he was talking about how he had like, there was like a small little festival thing that they were going to do for a lot of game developers. And they, they, they got everybody into that space, but then the fire marshal's like, yeah, no, we have to, we have to cut this. And so all those developers had no place to go. So they ended up, he invited, he invited all of them to his office to essentially show all the games off. So I think like E3 had the idea of like having the big trade show. So developers Mm -hmm. had a space. And I think that Summer Games Fest might need to become what E3 was in order for a lot of that stuff to kind of still grow because it's, it's a great, um, it's a great event for PR. It's a great event for like websites and outlets and, and, and content creators. But in terms of like the fan parts of it, I think E3 is still going to be on a lot of people's minds until Summer Game Fest essentially becomes what E3 was to allow the public in. Uh, I do think that they need to work. Need to be careful though of basically becoming either. I think that was Jeff running it. Yeah, I think that it. I, I I don't think it will. Like I think that he's smart enough to know where the limitations are, and what it needs to with that kind of stuff. But it's a very expensive thing to put on. Yeah. So like it's 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 one of those things where it's like I think it's going to grow a, a decent amount, um, but I don't know if it's ever going to become the same household name that E3 was. Cause like even Phil Spencer said, like on the giant bomb couch last night, he still says E3. Like, you know, he's talking about the weekend. He's like, yeah, you know, E3 weekend, like that's cemented in, in, in culture. Now it's always going to be the E3 weekend. Um, even with summer game fest being 
popular and, and, and doing good numbers and stuff. Yeah. I mean, you aren't wrong about that. I mean, it's, it, it would have to be a whole generation past us, right? Like uh, my daughter's generation growing up with summer game fest and E3 not being there at all uh, for that to become, this is now the lexicon. Uh, I, I just, I hope th the thing that, that made it to where E3 went away was that they started charging too much money for people to have their own booth. I think as long as he just says, okay, look, we're going to rent out this theater. All you guys bring your games. We don't have to have these booths or whatever. Just bring your game, let people play it, and that's it. I don't know yeah. that this really it's just like the, in, needs... the indie mega booth, you know, yeah. like packs and stuff. You just do something like that. You just put it, put your game out there, let people play it. You don't need a 30 foot T Rex chomping on exactly, a car. Yeah. You know, you don't need the, any of that. Like, it's, it's fun to see. I've got pictures of me like pointing and like but playing around with like world of Warcraft uh, statues and gears of war statues and stuff, that stuff's super fun for pictures, but for the, the actual tangible benefits of that kind of stuff, I don't need, I don't know if you need to spend $400,000 on a booth. I think yeah, you just I, need I, I 30 TVs. Uh, I also don't think that you need to have uh, the consumer coming in. I think you can have one trade show that is. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, I just mean I, I, in terms yeah. of replacing the E3 type of mantles. I think that right. the consumers are still going to be like, oh, I miss E3, but PAX kind of fills that, which yeah. is why I was kind of surprised that this E3 attempt failed because you had the people that were running Pop, or PAX, you had Repop. I think it's just people couldn't commit to both or Jeff made it very difficult for them to be able to commit to both, right? So yeah, I don't know. it was like you, you have to choose one or the Us other. Jeffs. and Yeah. <laughs> I, here to ruin I, everything exactly or I, leak everything uh i don't know which one's worse but um yeah my, my last point i think on this is that i do hope eventually it does open up to more outlets right like right now it just feels like oh we're just trying to get all of people that are friends with jeff in or whatever or only the big outlets and it feels like the smaller to medium tier which i know those are going away and that's probably going to keep happening, but I do hope that it gets to the point where you can have other people from other outlets be able to go and not feel like, okay, well, I'm just showing up to maybe uh, get a sniff here and there of a game yeah. or whatever and not... Like, I don't yeah. know if it's putting one extra day and that's just for small outlets. Yeah. Because I know, like, even on the like Giant Bomb couch, like Jeff Grubb and uh, Giant Bomb, they had a whole bunch of people that were small outlets. Yeah. to come on the couch and, and talk about stuff. And there's tons of people saying like they couldn't get into the summer game fest to try anything out. Yeah. And that's very, uh, that sucks. Cause that makes it to where people that don't live in the LA area don't even have a point of coming, not to mention how much yeah. it costs to go over there. Uh, yeah, there because was, they're, they're not going to get anything. There was one comment I saw. I can't remember who started it. I think it was one of the guys from IGN and then someone replied saying, like, I spent three grand coming here to cover the games. You know, like they basically like just to just to go just to fly down there, get rooms, get all that kind of stuff, cost them three thousand dollars because they they were just like a small outlet. Like they weren't like packed up by a by a giant corporation paying, you know, like fandom to like fly everybody down there. But most of the people who were with fandom, I think they they're local anyway. 
Exactly. Yeah. And if you're local, you're, you're, you can just uh, take a bus, take an Uber, whatever. Well, I'm lucky when I went to PAX one year, like I only had to pay for my plane ticket, which was like 150, 100, 200 bucks, whatever. Cause it was one way. Cause I had a, I had a ride back, but um, we got Airbnb and stuff. I think I spent, oh no, we flew, we, we drove down there. And I think overall it cost me about 900 bucks yeah. to drive all the way down to PAX, get an Airbnb and then drive back. And that was all yeah. on mine. The one time I went to E3 in like 2009, it, we split it between the, the hotel. We split it between like seven people and, you know, my dad paid oh, my plane ticket that. and that was like the only way that we were able to get in, you know, was if, if it would have been, everybody has to pay their own way I, along with the ticket, that would have been it too much ready. So yeah, it, it's a, it's not, cheap to go to these things and it sucks to hear that people went and then didn't even get to get in because of that so hopefully it does open up more in that vein so moving on from summer game fest kickoff itself uh the next sort of big thing was the xbox showcase yeah which to me that's the showcase of the the whole thing uh, i mean yeah. it's really only competing with summer game fest the other two are are not really uh in contention honestly but xbox came out and delivered to me they oh, delivered everything you yeah. want them to do this is what playstation should have been doing um it obviously it, it's different right xbox has had all this time where they've needed to do this and they finally got to the year where they could show new games took time yeah. to build like exactly right weird Whereas yeah. Sony just had all their big stuff released, and now they're kind of re, uh, rearming themselves for everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it was it was an absolutely fantastic showcase. Like that is one of the best Xbox showcases I've seen in in years. Like unbelievably good. Like for me, it was an A plus, easy. Like I saw, yeah. like every single time it said like day one on Game Pass, I was basically just going Game Pass baby. Like holy hell the value out of that subscription service after watching that showcase my god oh yeah and then there's still some stuff they showed last year that hasn't come out either yeah. so it's gonna it, they're gonna get to the point like they said that where they're gonna have not only the big game that comes out every quarter you're gonna have the the third party thing you're gonna have the big indie thing like yep. it's eventually going to hopefully next year is going to be the time that oh we're getting these these games every single month on this service and it's finally bearing the fruit that they wanted to. Uh, I mean, I think we can, we can talk about Starfield last that thing sure. got its own direct 45 minutes. It was a heck of a lot. Um, as far as like the other stuff, the, the other like first party stuff that they showed. Yeah. What, what stood out to you? Oh God. Um, I mean, clockwork revolution, I think mm -hmm. it's the Bioshock game people have been wanting years for, like the trailer, like just like Microsoft was like, oh, it's just coincidence that it looks like Bioshock Infinite. Oh, please. That trailer had 17 different shots from every Bioshock Infinite. They had the statue, the the propaganda, like the rails going across there, the city shots, like even the guy that made the Bioshock Infinite trailers was like, look at this. <laughs> like, yeah. Even there's... the main character had the scarf. Um, it's still, it look it looks fantastic. Um, what is it? In Exile, the team that made In Exile, Wasteland yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, like, uh, no, that Clockwork Revolution looks absolutely fantastic. Um, but, 
yeah, I mean, there's lots of third party stuff, but uh, what did you think of this? Oh man, I loved Clockwork Revolution. It looked amazing to me. Like it's just that the trailer like just makes you go, oh wow. And not only that, the the time shifting stuff that you're gonna be able to do with that. Yeah. Uh just uh I loved all the different like clock type characters that they showed in here. It looks it, this looks really cool. Um mm-hmm. that's the kind of stuff I wanna see uh from Xbox, like seeing different things. Like it's another be one fairly yeah. far in in development because Phil said on the Giant Bomb couch that he played some of it last year. Uh yeah. And yeah. um, I don't I, I think I think I saw some people saying like 2025. Oh wow. Which, you know, hey, I'd rather them wait and have it come out when it's ready and not like try yeah. to rush it out. I mean Xbox had a show uh, stuff, you know, it, and and they did. No, uh, definitely. Uh, another one for me that uh, stood out south of midnight. Yeah. Uh, just from like how different again that this was. Like, I just want to know what the gameplay is like because like right? it's a 2025 game, so it's still a ways off. But I'm just curious about what it even is. Yeah, you don't really get much. I mean, it's the next you know compulsion game. So yeah, but. I, I love the setting. We happy few is that compulsive? Yeah, we happy few. Yeah, yeah. that's them. Like okay. uh, I love, I just love the setting, the the like New Orleans look of it all. Like mm-hmm. the way that the I, I don't know if he's a villain or what he is. That's playing the the guitar. Um, he looks awesome. Just yeah, I mean, this whole thing looks cool. Just got to see more of it. But again, it's like it looks different. It's not something that. Doesn't look like the next the the same thing that we're used to. It's new IP. That's something that that Xbox needs to build, right? Uh, yeah. You can't just rely on the same stuff every time. We didn't even get Halo and Gear, mm-hmm. right? Um, and Halo has a new season of the multiplayer coming out like next week. Even though I'm sure they want people to just kind of forget that whatever happened with Halo Infinite and <laughs> be done. Yeah. Um, as I think it'll be back is. next year because you have um, that one team that's making that side game, whatever it is. Right, the the Project Tatanka, the yeah, the rumored Battle Royal, yeah, uh, game. So, yeah, I mean, like they hit on everything. Uh, Fable, yeah. Uh, oh, Hellblade Two, interesting. Yeah, oh, Hellblade God, Two. God, does that look gorgeous? Great. Um, you still like, didn't get a lot of gameplay. That's a little. Well, bit I mean. Concerning. It, it, Everything they showed was was gameplay. It just wasn't the action moving around combat gameplay. Right. Because um, I think it was like more of a tone piece, essentially. But like seeing uh, Molina Jurgens back, who like killed it last year, last game, um, and she's back. Um, so I'm like, I'm I'm like that is one of my most anticipated because Hellblade uh, is one of my absolute favorite games of all time. So I'm super super excited for that. I just hope that they don't try and go to mainstream with the overall gameplay and just kind of keep it kind of how it was in a certain way. I want to see refinement and improvement, obviously, but I don't want it to all of a sudden turn into something that's not and lose its identity just for the sake of sales. Yeah. The I first one was feel... made by 14 people. So, right. Exactly. Um, that's the thing that like, I, I, I agree with you. I hope that it stays what you expect it to be. Yeah. Um, but man, like they just—it uh, was a long trailer. To be fair, like um, it wasn't something that they just 
kind of like ah oh, threw out there and whatever. Yeah, like you said, they didn't get to, you didn't get to see a lot of the gameplay, but you felt the uh, you felt the tension and yeah. stuff that they want you to feel, like the stuff with the voices is back, all of that. And that was all in 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 game. It wasn't the in engine stuff. So, like it's gorgeous. Like look at that. Like unbelievable. There's a little bit of stuttering there, but it's early. Um, but yeah, like still, this is like, the game that really showed off the like, oh, we're finally getting the power of the Xbox Series. Uh, yeah. Whatever. I mean, you know, we'll see if if we do get any kind of like limitations with it later. But th- it looks great, and that's mm-hmm. what I want. This is like my most. I, I agree with you on that. It's my most anticipated game from them. I'm just uh, excited to see Melina Jurgens back because, like, she was their video editor who basically yeah. filled in to play Senua until they got an actress. And then by the time that they were so far ahead, the guy's like, "Hey, do you just want to be Senya, Senua?" And she's like, "Sure." So that was her first time acting, and she ends up winning the Game of the Year, or sorry, the uh, Actor of the Year at uh, Keeley Show, which was unbelievably well deserved. Yeah, Is that, who would have thought, right, that she's going to win that, and then. Exactly. Like, let's see when this is a much bigger game, a bigger in scope game, more stuff for yeah. her to do. How is she going to perform? Uh, I'm super and pumped. It, it should be uh, fantastic from what we, we think it's going to be. Yeah, just uh, they showed off more Forza. That looks good. Yeah. Um, for me, one of the st- obviously we got the gameplay reveal uh, with Ubisoft, but Star Wars Outlaws for me was a standout as well. Like that is not what I thought that that Ubisoft star Wars game was going to be. I know. Um, like I'm, I'm looking at that in like the moment she gets off the speeder and goes up to that building and all that stuff is on there. I'm like, this is making Jedi survivor look like the GameCube. Like, Holy hell. Yeah. Like that's how you do a, a little settlement town type of thing. Whatever. Like my God is that is the best looking star Wars game I have ever seen that studio like if they can pull that off i am absolutely thrilled to see what they can do later on but uh yeah yeah like i'm i'm still thinking about that game yeah i, I had to watch the trailer like two or three more times because i was and like you can go right from the ground right to space the thing yes. that they said they couldn't do in starfield like you know like it unbelievably gorgeous and like yeah, like the characters look really, really nice. Like I like the the attitude and, and and that kind of stuff. There's like dialogue choices that change things. Um, so no, it 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 looks absolutely fantastic. And, I, and I'm glad you're not playing a Jedi or whatever. You're playing more of like the I guess it's the Han Solo type. Character. Yeah, because it takes place between Return of the Jedi and Empire Strikes Back. So there's not really too many Jedi even around at that time, or at right. least that are like very well prominent because again like this was back when they were making very simple movies right they didn't have that backstory of of all that stuff happening but uh yeah i wouldn't be a bit surprised if i'd be i I would be surprised if a lightsaber shows up in this at all yeah um i definitely would as well it doesn't make sense for what they're trying to do uh with this but still looked great um and yeah like uh Atlas and Sega showed up big for this as well. Oh God, Metaphor uh, Refantasio. Yes. Oh my oh, God. God, does that look good? Like, I I was looking at like all the UI and all that kind of stuff, and I'm like, there's seven fonts on the screen at once. What are they doing? <laughs> like, it, it it's, looks so it's good. insane. It's like 
Uh, this is their was a project re fantasy, and they yeah. they renamed it, and it looks like it's gonna be exclusive to Xbox. No, NPC. I doubt it. I absolutely doubt it. Uh, they're 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 uh, they do the same thing they did with the uh, Persona Five uh, Royale treatment, where they yeah. they did the trailer where it just shows Xbox, and then in a couple of days later, they'll get the. Um, the the different yeah like whenever summer game platforms. fest finally ends they'll finally yeah, show it's, that it's, it's gonna definitely be... coming to playstation yeah yeah but no it looks it looks gorgeous the presentation's really nice i love the menus and the characters like it's just a it's it looks absolutely stunning like um, you can instantly tell i mean they tell you in the trailer but you can instantly tell that it's it's from the persona folks and like this is the yeah. next iteration of that it's, it looks more like uh shin megami tensei um, that in, too. In some parts of it, but I mean, Persona is a spinoff of that anyway. So, yeah, this so. is going to have its own like showcase later on. So, I'm excited to see more of it. Yeah, for sure. To me, it almost has yeah. the tiniest little bit of um, Studio Ghibli to it in I, regards yeah, to some of the energy that comes from some of the animations. Um, it's almost like they're like, oh, okay, let's take Persona and Shimagami Tensei, but give it 5% Studio Ghibli. Like, that's what it feels like. There's uh, definitely some Evangelion vibes in there too, yeah. Uh, as well, um, I know a game you liked a lot, uh, Jusant. Yeah. Um, so two of them. So there's yeah, Jusant and Dungeons of Hinterburg, but uh, Jusant looks absolutely incredible. Um, I'm super, super pumped for that. Like it's um, here. I'm just scrolling here. Um, yeah, like, where is it? Uh, it's, it's the one with the kid that's what, like going up. Yeah. The it has and... like a lot of, um, Ico yeah. vibes to it. Um, like that one looks incredible. I love kind of in the art style as well. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it just feels like the studio Japan kind of, kind of games and stuff like that. Like it just has that, that kind of quality to it. And at first I wasn't exactly sure what I was kind of looking at. I'm like, this is interesting like it's got a lot of really really just cool aesthetics um so i'm absolutely pumped for that um but i think honestly one of my favorite games that i saw at the the conference though was that dungeons of hinterberg um like a like a dungeon crawler but the the art style in that game oh my god yeah like, that was one of the ones that stood out to me too like it's like wow okay uh, it yeah. feels like a freaking animated movie just came to to life yeah. on the screen. So unbelievably gorgeous looking. Um, so yeah, like I'm I'm definitely going to be requesting code for that. Um, actually, got my email for it, so I already posted new. Um, but no, that one looks good. Um, Still wakes the deep. I think that one could be cool. It almost looks like a horror game, kind of on yeah, on a, like an or, uh, oil or a tanker type of thing. Yeah, that looks cool too. I uh, didn't get to see too much of it, but yeah, it had that certainly had the atmosphere of like the horror game. It just man, they they shut off a lot of good stuff uh, in here. Uh, you know, you got the Persona Three, Persona Five Tactica, which yeah, that looks awesome. Too. And um, then Xbox was the only conference this weekend that had Born in the title. Yeah, so <laughs> they delivered a Born game. Um, right. Just putting that uh, out there. Just, just Towerborn, not uh, yeah, not the no, Bloodborne no, no, that everybody no, it doesn't wanted. Matter. Uh, born. Uh, and yeah, oh, yeah, Cyberpunk, I mean, Phantom Liberty. Yeah, that, that looks fantastic. You got Idris Elba on there. I mean, Susie Spearhunter plays a character, which is awesome. 
they've revamped, revamped the entire game. Like Keanu from Reeves the, is back as well. Yeah, so. but they revamped the entire game. All the the um, skill point things are different. All the character models are refreshed. All the police have been completely redone in regards to their AI. It feels like from they the just redid up, they the game. Rebuilt the game. Yeah. Yeah. Like unbelievable dedication. Like this is what they could have did with Anthem, and it would have actually gone somewhere. But um, this is going to be one of those like turning turning point stories, like Final Fantasy. 14 where like it didn't launch that great and now it's one of the best mmos out there yeah it's probably the best uh, yeah like it's it's the amount of work that they've gone to to with the cyberpunk um phantom liberty is absolutely unreal like i've been reading like what everybody has been saying about it and all that kind of stuff but the fact that they just went and just remade the game essentially like it's phenomenal it looks so yeah, good. It, it did. It did uh, look fantastic. I just have it look really cool in here um, as well. It's like, man, it just feels like they, they hit it on all cylinders. Like even uh, the Sea of Thieves, uh, Return of Monkey Island stuff. Yeah. At, for uh, a second, I thought that was like the the um, the Death Star in the yeah. background and they were going to go to like some type of thing. I thought it was going to be Star Wars, but then I'm like, oh, wait, no, the music. It, yeah, it's Monkey Island. But I mean, it's cool. It's cool that they're doing these collabs. Like, uh, you know, who would have thought they would have been able to do the Jack Sparrow and Disney thing yeah. those years ago? Uh, I mean, Fight Simulator looked really cool because now you have jobs, yeah. right? You get like, a job and not get paid for it. It's, yeah. It's well, yeah. Like, I'm gonna rescue a celebrity on the side of a mountain. Yeah. I mean, I'm. It, it's definitely not gonna be anything I'm gonna play. But for the right. people that are excited for it, yeah, go nuts, have fun. What did you think of Avowed? I am of two minds on it. It's Obsidian, so I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt. Um, I think that they could take place in the pillar of a pillars of eternity kind of world, so I think the art style kind of fits. Um, to me, and I might be entirely wrong on this, most of the gameplay look fake. And what I mean by that is when you're looking at your attacking and slashing weapons and kicks, none of it looks like a mixed contact. Yeah, it's okay. weird. And I don't know what it is. I've watched the trailer a few times, but the most of the gameplay doesn't look real. And I don't know how it to very, explain it. It looks very like magical. But, you know, yeah, it's... it's it's weird. Like it's it's a bit further ahead here, but it's just like the slashes that the the character is doing with the sword or the the weapons and stuff like that don't even look like it's anywhere close to hitting the enemies. And I don't know if it's just like they've put canned animations on some of the attacks and stuff, whether they're hitting it or not, but it's just, some of it just doesn't look right. And I don't know how to explain it other than what I've crudely put I together. I mean, it, here. it really is the first time we're seeing gameplay. Of yeah. This, so, you know, but I like agree that, with you. That kick does not look yeah. like it even hit him. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's weird. Like the attacks that are coming up here with some of the enemies and stuff, it just doesn't look. And then when he hits him with like the frozen spell and then he's instantly cracked, it's just a weird transition. Yeah, I, I can uh like that. Yeah, it's just that like a, it's a weird cut. And it's like when you hit the enemies, it just doesn't look like he's hitting. Like I don't know if it's just like that attack right there, that didn't even look like it even hit anything. So I no, don't yeah. know. It looks I, I, it's like, hard for me is, to I'm, I'm still to excited get, for it. I agree with you there. I, I do see people's point uh in that they were expecting like, oh, this is gonna be like uh obsidian's version of skyrim and it didn't become that and 
But it's like, have you ever seen an Obsidian game? They don't really do like the totally realistic graphics like that. There's always a yeah. I think of... Obsidian's like games and stuff are looked back more back are looked back on fondly as opposed to their in the now. So I think like a vow is going to come out, people are going to be like, oh, yeah, that's pretty good. And then like a year later, people are going to be like, holy shit, have you seen a vow? Yeah, like, like that was good. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm still excited for it, but it's just something about the gameplay right now. It just doesn't look like the the connecting points are there for me right now. I don't know what to make of that Capcom game that they showed. Uh, the Path of the Gods. You know, one. When, I, yeah. when I first, when I was watching this, I was like, wait, are we getting a new Anamusha? Is this a new yeah, Anamusha? Exactly. That's what I thought too. Oh my God. This is a new Anamusha. Oh, it's not a new Anamusha. Like, is this the, is this a game where they're like, they were making a new Anamusha. They saw how poorly the remaster sold and then they're like, pivot. Let's put something else, like change it, put a new character, yada, yada, yada. Because I'm sitting here watching this trailer. And I'm like, this looks cool. Would it be even more cooler if that was Samonosuke and we were back in the Anamusha world? I don't know what their thing is with Anamusha. There's there's a fan base out there uh, for it. It just it's not this uh, this huge one. Yeah, I, I mean hoping. it's it's going to be on Game Pass, so I'm definitely going to be playing it. Um, but yeah, it, it's hard to say. Like it, I I think it's going to be like to me that was one of the only trailers I think where I was yeah. like, yeah, that was the only one where I was kind of like, okay, whatever. And, you know, aside from like Overwatch and Fallout seventy six, like stuff well, Overwatch is like you know a couple weeks ago they're like, yeah, we're canceling all the single player stuff. Oh, here's a trailer for single player stuff. Yep. It's, like I thought of what? you the moment I saw it. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, finally, <laughs> you're you're giving me something that I actually want to play, and not the PvP crap. So, uh, I was happy that we got some Like a Dragon Eight. It's called Infinite Wealth. Uh, it's apparently set in Hawaii. It looks like. Um, yeah, I like how he was like it, talking, like talking like Japanese, and then everybody else is like talking English. So I mean, yeah. that's going to be pretty interesting. But um, yeah, no, I think that's going to be fantastic and again like it's going to be that 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 turn base it's it's that side of what they're doing hey that's so that i was fantastic. a huge fan of seven so i'm down with that uh 33 immortals looks cool oh god uh, when they said 33 player co-op i thought i misread and then all of a yeah. sudden it looked like 33 player co-op hades exactly that's exactly what i thought of too i was like wait this and, is so inspired by hades so. yeah no it, it actually it, it almost to me kind of feels more inspired by some of the art of pyre where it was that too a little more flowy in the color um and if you haven't played pyre please you go, definitely should go play pyre it it's is like mystical fantasy, basketball fantasy <laughs> basketball um but uh yeah no like yeah 33 immortals looked um uh, fantastic I'm trying to think what else we've got on here. I'm just uh, what did my... you think of them announcing a new Series S, fifty dollars more with a terabyte hard drive? Yeah, the uh, carbon black. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it it looks fine. I still think the dots on the speaker look a little weird. I wish it was a little bit more uh, fluid there. Um, and then they also announced the uh, Starfield controller and the headset. So you got Those that for your cool. hardware. Yeah, the controller looks really cool. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping I'm going to be able to afford that. I've I've stayed away from being the the collect the Xbox controller collector. But I damn, was this one. Yeah. I was for the longest time. Like I've got probably 20 controllers here. Like I I started buying every single one of them, and then I just I just stopped. 
don't blame you. But yeah. man, this one is like so special looking that it's like, damn, yeah, and I can tell I what really the things do to. on here. Yeah. It's like, I have no idea what volume and stuff is on these. And that one tells me. But, yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, it makes it look like it's part of the game. Just always yeah. Cool. It's a shame the well. controller is only 30 FPS. What right. I mean, that's that's the worst part of it. It's only 30. I mean, I didn't watch the whole thing because it was really long. And, you know, some of it was like over my head. Um, but because I'm, I'm not huge on uh, those, like I'm not a big Skyrim Fallout person. And space yeah. has not been something that I'm weirdly me, not but... as well. Like I've tried Skyrim, but I, I will only ever play with mods. And the mods got to the point where it broke my save file and I couldn't get back to it. So I was done with Skyrim. Um, but yeah, like Starfield looks fantastic. I thought I, I was excited for it, but I wasn't like frothing at the mouth or anything. Now I'm kind of there. Like I'm I'm super excited for it. And one thing I, I, that I want to say about the, the, the direct as well is they have some people working there with personality that need to be the spokespeople for their game and stop putting Todd Howard on everything. Cause I just find him kind of boring. Yeah, Whereas like you have he's... like the one guy, I, I don't know his name. I don't know where he works, whatever, but he's like, he's got like the mustache. And he was sitting in his chair and he's like, this game delivers. And I'm like, you are cool. Like, I want to see you. The, on more the lady with uh, the sandwich the lady. Yes. Sandwich lady. Yes. The platypus what? ship. I'm going to make Voltron. Yeah. Like those two people, have them co-host on the next, like on the Elder Scrolls. Yeah, the, like, the extended direct. showcase thing. They need to be the, the helper. Yeah, because they were so entertaining. Every single time they cut to them, I'm like, yes, tell me more about this game. But um, it looks good. Shooting looks fantastic. Um, apparently, id Software helped with the graphics and not the shooting. Which, yeah, that's so weird. there was, there was, yeah. Well, the 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 truth behind it is when they were making um, their last game, they had id software come in and help them with the shooting so the teams were familiar already with what id was doing shooting wise so when they brought in id software to help with this game it was part of the graphics settings of maintaining some stuff on consoles not the shooting because they had already had that that right. teach out long ago but i will say my only my only gripe with this game is i think the companion characters don't look nearly as nicely modeled they look a little janky. Yeah, but. I can I can see there, but I mean everything looks fantastic in this game. I mean the scope of what you can do. I'm bringing that robot everywhere with me. I don't yeah, know about I, you, but definitely I'm gonna be. I'm wanting that companion. What? I should uh, kill them all, robot? With... Okay, let's do this. Uh, yeah, just I, I mean, yeah, a little bit. It felt like No Man's Sky. Some right i think but... it's only no man's sky in walking around an alien world and harvesting minerals i think that's the right. only thing that i'm seeing the comparison for but i mean if i'm in space and i need materials to upgrade my ship i'm not going to be able to avoid going around an alien world with alien creatures and harvesting alien minerals yeah i mean that's kind that of was going to happen anyways get... i mean the fact that you can like you can battle with your ship you can construct the ship you can make whatever ship you want you can make a base you Go explore the land. You, yeah. you have missions on the land where you're using weapons. I mean, like, you're going to be able to do everything in this. Uh, yeah, I'm super pumped for it. Like, again, I was excited for it before, but I'm way more excited for now. Like, I, I literally think. And uh, I think, honestly, I I really wish they would have dropped a demo so that people could just play it 
and get yeah. that 30 FPS, you know, out of their system, you know, especially because they knew what was coming. The moment yeah. that Todd mentions that during the direct, it's like, you know, that's all he, people are going to be talking about during the that, direct that it was 30 FPS. That was after on a, on a interview. Yeah. That interview. Yeah. Yeah. Just, so like, I just think if they would have put a demo out where you could explore like that city and maybe a couple side quests outside of it or something, just something so that people could play it and be like, you know what? Hey, the 30 FPS isn't so I think that that would have been good. But then again, demos take four or five months to, exactly, to basically yeah. build anyways. That's time you're taking away from making the game that yeah. uh, it's awesome to know that Phil told Todd, like, yo, take your time with this. Yeah, for do sure. whatever you got to do to make this the game. Uh, that people were talking about associated with Xbox, and it feels like this is going to be that game. Uh, all yeah. the hype that everybody's putting on it, that all the pressure, all the it feels like it's going to deliver. Mm -hmm. So it's all really about just waiting now for that September 6th. I date. think if it just hits a locked 30 and doesn't dip whatsoever, I think it'll be fine. Yeah, they did say that this is going to be the least, um, bug free, janky. Bethesda, you're gonna have the least Bethesda jank in this game that we've had uh, with the other games. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Like I said, this is an A plus show. I, mm -hmm. I think unless you're just like, oh my god, I had to have Gears Six in here, or I needed to have Halo. I don't really know what else you could expect them to have shown here. The only thing uh, for me, like I know that Perfect Dark is still a ways off because yeah. like they only started okay. bringing Crystal Dynamics in a little while ago, but I would have loved to seen anything on Contraband, anything. Yeah, Contraband. Okay. What is I that game? That. Like, what they played a Steely Dan song and then panned over a bunch of like crates and stuff. I just want to know is it is it a is it a multiplayer just cause? Is that what it is? Like, I just want to know what it is. Like, even if they would have given me, like, an in-engine trailer of a guy, like, stalking the back of the vehicle and then a bunch of vehicles drive over the hill and he, like, cocks the gun. It's like, all right, let's go. Like, give me that. I just want to know what kind of game it is. Um, that was my only, like, why is that not here? Uh, I mean, game award do, show, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Uh, they, they do have some things in the chamber uh, there that they can still pull out. Uh, they did say we're going to get announcements at that extended game showcase that's on Tuesday. Well, maybe they'll show so, contraband, yeah. But I mean, that's a first party one. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, they, yeah, they did say that we're going to get some games that weren't shown. Uh, it's not going to just be showing you Starfield for another 30 minutes or whatever. They are going to have things. It'll uh, be 28 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Um, I, I do like that, that they do that so you can have the developers talk and give you more of a, okay, this is what the game is. This, yeah. Hopefully we get some of that with Clockwork Revolution and South of Midnight and all that stuff uh, so we can see, know more about what those games are. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, th this was the best Xbox show oh, in was, a long time. I was time. entertained from start to finish. And, yeah. like, all the Game Pass Day 1 games, I'm like, oh, yeah, unbelievable. Like th my wallet thanks you, Phil. Uh, thank like, you, yeah, thank you so you much know. for that. Uh, I mean, what do you think about? There wasn't a whole lot of 2023, right? A lot of it's 2024. Yeah. Well, again, like COVID shut down a lot of uh, studios for six right. months to a year. So I mean, like you know, it, it takes right. You know, games of the of the quality that people are wanting are taking four to five years minimum. You know, like it's 
you know, uh, you, you can't take a year to make a game. Cause yeah. What did, uh, what did I see Jason Schreier say not too long ago when people were talking about, Oh, are they going to make a last of us part three? It's like, well, if they're making a last of us part three right now, that's not coming out until there's a PlayStation six. So yeah. like, yeah, yeah that's the thing is games, that. games take pretty much four to five years now to make, um, of the quality that people are wanting. And, you know, most of the acquisitions happened when teams were still working on games. Right. So to get those that turnaround, especially when you create a whole new studio to make Perfect Dark, um, you know, that's it, it takes a year of essentially planning that game before you start any pre-production. Um, so and there's a lot of like the turnaround with all the people that have left. And yeah, I mean, they brought Crystal Dynamics in to, to kind of spearhead a lot of that stuff because they needed that that kind of nitro. Uh, you know, shot to 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 catapult them into to where they could actually start. Um, games take a long, long fucking time to to go, and um, you know we're we're gonna start seeing that stuff. I think like next year's show is probably gonna be just as impressive as this one is because you're probably gonna get whatever the coalition's working on. You're gonna get you know whatever has the that team for the the Halo thing, um, and then some of the other studios that have done and who knows, maybe the acquisition will be kind of set in stone. So we'll get something there too. Yeah. But um, yeah, this, this, this year was an unbelievable showing for Xbox. Like again, yeah. Some of the stuff is 24, 25. It is what it is. You know, people are like, Oh, why don't they have a release dates? I'm like, well, because the last time they put release dates on it, they didn't hit them. And then you guys yelled at them. Right. Yeah. But I'd rather them make like, the games when they're ready. Why would they put it like a release date? They might they might as well just go like December 2025 and then go like, oh, hey, guys, guess what? It's going to be like May 2025. We're putting it out early just for you. No, like they 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 have to they have to put release dates out when they can commit to them. You know, exactly. there's there's no way about it. It's 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 better bad PR of not having the release date than putting out a release date and then not hitting it three times. Yeah, just uh, just remember that you're going to have a lot of games doing this 30 FPS thing again that I've said a bunch of times. So yeah. stop freaking out. Well, people want extremely high quality games, but you're not yeah. going to get the frame rate out of the out of a $500 box. Exactly. Go get a PC. Go get a gaming PC if that matters so yeah. much to you. Or just grand. deal with the fact that it's going to be either 1440p or 1080p, and you'll be yeah. all right with that. If that's well, there's so many like care, armchair then... armchair quarterbacks going on uh, on Twitter right now, where they're like, "Oh, well, if you disable this and have the CPU run it," I'm like, "Well, no, you're gonna bottleneck it like crazy." Like all these people, like assuming yeah, that they know how games I, are, I being, love are made. These devs that come out and actually explain it, and then they're, yeah, they're, they're like, they're "Yeah, the no, it's extremely difficult like, cool. to do that." Yeah. Like, yeah, it, it's a choice, as it was said, it's a choice. Either you make the game look like this, right? Yeah. Or you have the Bethesda jank just for it to run at yeah. 60 FPS. Like, what do you want? You're going to complain either way, so nobody wins. Yeah. Um, you can have 30 FPS or clipping everywhere. Is that yeah? What do you what what works better for you? Then you're going to be saying it's a broken game and yeah and what's unfinished. Right? Yeah, it's it's the wrong. It's not, it's an unfinished game. I haven't even watched 10 minutes of the trailer. It's an unfinished game. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, moving on from that, uh, we, we digress into, unfortunately, what is the, the lesser part of all these showcases. One of them that I wonder why the hell they even bothered doing it in the first place. Uh, the other one, 
feels like they got stuck in like 2015 and then didn't move from there. Uh, I'm talking about the Ubisoft one. Uh, this really feels like they tried to go back to the E3 of old and it and it shows and it doesn't yeah. work. Like, like there wasn't too many amazing things here. Um, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm just going to my Ubisoft. Uh, I, I mean, you had the the uh, Avatar game, which they spent a lot of time on that. Um, yeah, the Avatar. Like, it, here's the thing: I'm very meh on Avatar. I haven't seen the new one yet. I thought the first right. movie was like good for the 3D, um, but uh, yeah. So yeah, like the Avatar game, I think looks fine. Um, I think graphically it's going to be fantastic. I think there's a lot of uh, potential for it. I think having it first person to me kind of sucks because you don't get to see the Navi character that you're controlling other than blue arms in front of you. So I think it loses a little bit of playing as an alien. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I think it's going to be fine. Like, I don't think it's going to, you know, blow my socks off or anything. Yeah, uh, that's definitely for the people that love the Avatar it comes out December 7th, so if you want to wait that long, get your hands on it. Um, it just it looks like it's going to be a good one of those Ubisoft games. Yeah. That's cool. It looks like what the I, first it, Avatar game, but with a budget. Yeah. So, it, but uh, uh, Prince, of Persia, Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown. You want to go that one? Yeah. That like, keeps looking great. Yeah. So, like Everyone's like, oh, I want to go back to its roots. This is its roots. I hate to tell you, I hate to hate to break it to you, but two D Prince of Persia, that's, that's where it as comes roots from. As you get, yeah, and it look it it looks like a really like it's made by the Rayman team, so you're gonna get absolutely kick ass quality out of it. Gameplay is gonna be like amazing. Music's gonna be fantastic. Like, like, Met it looks like Prince of Persia Metroid Dread. You know, like it yeah. looks it looks fantastic. I mean, sixty FPS on the Switch, my. God, is it going to be 120 FPS on Series X? Like, it looks fantastic. Like, art design, gameplay-wise, this is a Prince of Persia that I'm le legit excited for. Like, unless they do a Warrior Within remaster and keep all of that dark and gritty nature, this is the most excited I'll be about a Prince of Persia. Look, I love Sense of Time, and I hope that that remake still comes out, uh, and it's good. But if you get well, they this... scrapped it. Because yeah, it's back I, in the conceptual stage now. Like I said, I don't know if it's going to come out or not. If this yeah. is what comes out of it with them saying, oh, you know what? Let's do this in the meantime. Yeah. If you can have a 2D and 3D Prince of Persia, I'm down for that. Like, And like the yeah. thing, too, is like, what do you do with a, with, a, with a full 3D open world Prince of Persia? That's Assassin's Creed now. Yeah. Are you going to make two of the exact same games? Like, I think this is smart for them. Um, to kind of have Prince of Persia be something different, you know, because they tried to go everywhere with it. They made the the movie. They they made like seventeen different Prince of Persia games throughout the three sixty era. Like this looks fantastic, utterly yeah. fantastic. It looks awesome. I love the just the game. He looks so different than the Prince of Persia from the you know that three sixty era games as well. So yeah, like yeah, this is not. Like those Assassin's Creed uh, 2D games or whatever. No, this, like this one has like I think that. a much better team on it because like this is the Rayman Legends team. Yeah. So I'm I'm super pumped for this. This looks fantastic. Yeah, for, I mean for sure. That's one of the games yeah, I'm looking forward to. 
You're saying, uh, what do we got here now? Uh, the, the they S3? show the gameplay for Star Wars, right? Um, oh yeah, hell, which, God, that looks so good. That looks freaking awesome. I I I like want that game to come out like right now. After I saw it, I was like, I don't wow. even know when it's coming out. I was so excited when I saw the trailer. I think it's supposed to be early 2024. Yeah, um, like the gameplay on that. My God, what a and it looks good. Like it's by the massive. Um, it's by the division. Division. The, yeah, division. So. Like, um, and that, like the, the, the visual sorry. jump, even over Jedi survivor, like I thought Jedi survivor looked fantastic, but it like, this looks phenomenal. Like when she, when she gets to that town after escaping here, that is a star Wars town. My God. Like you look at the one now in survivor and it's like, there's one guy there, one guy there. And there's just a bunch of empty buildings. And at the time I didn't think anything of it. But after seeing this, I'm like, that's how you do a little space town. And then the bar, there's no loading screen on the door. <laughs> like, And the bar looks lived in. It looks fantastic. Um, my God, I am super pumped for this game. Like, it looks good. The effects are nice. The music's fantastic. I like the main character already. Um, the little cr critter character, um, Nyx, I think. Yeah, he looks cool. Looks too. great. I, and Nix is voiced by um what is it, D. Bradley Baker from Bad Batch and Clone Wars. So you've got him in there. That's a win too. I know people are complaining that it's like, oh god, why do I gotta play as a female character? I know. Blah, they blah, should blah, put but... they should put men in Star Wars. They need a then male get, Star uh, Wars character. We don't yep. have any of them. Every yeah. single Star Wars character has surprisingly been female. Who who knew? Yeah, I, I it's it looks great. Um, this is like one of those games. Like this went beyond my expectation. When I heard Ubisoft was making a Star Wars game, when they announced that, I was like, "Oh God, they're just gonna Ubisoft Star Wars." Yeah, and then to climb the tower and use my little like space goggles and like, oh crap, there's a settlement over there. Yeah, I gotta go Granted, free the outpost and whatever. Yeah, exactly. There's like that's the thing. It's like they made Avatar into a ubisoft game but this yeah. does not like, feel yeah like when that. she comes to the yeah. town here oh my god is it gorgeous like this game looks fantastic like this is probably i would say this is my favorite game of the show if i just had to completely off the top of my head this is my favorite game that they've shown over all of summer game fest and i might be missing out on a title i might be you know correcting that later on but um this was the one title that maybe just literally like gasp how good it looked because I had no idea what we were getting. Yeah. When you talk about like surprises, right? Like people want, a lot of people didn't like this, these, a lot of these showcases. It's like, except for that. I mean, I don't, I really don't know how people were saying they're just one about the Xbox one, but like a lot of people's complaints about summer game fest was there wasn't really any surprises. We didn't, uh, you know, all the stuff was known or whatever. Yeah. And then it's like, this is the one game that gets pointed to in that we knew that there was this Ubisoft Star Wars game happening, but we didn't Look know it was going to be this. That looks amazing. Yeah. Like, and when she goes into the bar, like, again, there's no loading screen on the door, which Jedi Survivor, my God, going into that damn bar. Um, but like, this looks unbelievably good. Like, there's the loading screen is her transitioning from a run to a walk. But like right. the lighting in this place, like it looks fantastic. Yeah, that looks so good. Like but this it... game, just gorgeous. 
Yeah, just they they delivered on this, and the fact that they have so much of that to show already, um, yeah. that it's supposedly coming really early next year. So, yeah. um, then, so uh, good. Leave it up to Ubisoft to uh, bring Halo uh, to a conference this weekend. Yeah, to Brawlhalla. Right? <laughs> yeah. So there's that. Um, then we had yeah, Assassin's Creed Mirage and Nexus. Although Nexus is a way better name than the Assassin's Creed Affinity. Yeah. I agree with which that Nexus is literally a hub. Like this could yep. have been Assassin's Creed Infinity VR or Infinite VR or whatever. And then Nexus could have been the hub because it literally means hub. Um, I mean, I, I'm excited for Mirage. I, I still think the series got at its best with um, Odyssey and uh, Origins. Uh, Black Flag, um, you can definitely make a case for. But um, and I like Valhalla. Um, so, I mean, I'll, I'll play this. Um, yeah, I my uh, my co-host is still you know recovering. His favorite thing is the old Assassin's Creed, like the he's super yeah. excited for this. Uh, he will he would outside of Valhalla, he would probably tell you that it's Odyssey and um, Odyssey's my favorite other? by far, just Cassandra was such an amazing character. There's no re- there's there's a reason why they made her canon. Yeah. So, but uh, uh, no, I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I, I'm a, kind of excited to to see how this goes going back to that, and yeah. if they can they can get this to hit, you know, with the people that are used to Odyssey and Valhalla now. Yeah, yeah. And we had uh, Crew Motorsports. Um, oh, they they which, took way too long on this. Like, yeah, I mean, I'll play it because it looks like they're they're kind of adapting more of the for, uh, Forza Horizon type of thing. Yes, that's what but, I got out uh, of it. And I'll probably load up Roller Champions again because they got Jet Set Radio DLC. That was the one uh, saving grace. I'm like, okay. Yeah. That um, game's still alive somehow. I don't know what to make of this sand game or whatever, but sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, Which one? Sandland or is that a different game? No, it's just a game called Sand. Showed off. Um, oh, I missed that one. But yeah, it. My thing with this, I mean, they showed uh, Just Dance and a lot of the other stuff. Skull Skull and Bones was a a musical thing. What in the world are we doing? Like, Guys, we have no game to show, but we we can bring on singers for sure. And and we're still doing a closed beta for a game that we have no idea when it's going to come out. Like, I don't know. I'm glad that they're not just putting the game out to die uh, and all that. But it's just, man... It's sad. It makes me sad. Uh, it's just a lot of this show felt like we were trying to bring back when everybody had a stage show for E3. And uh, that's just not the way that we're, you know, we're doing these anymore. Uh, so, mm. yeah, I would have been fine without that. Uh, the Eddie Shankar Blood Dragon remix thing looks kind of neat. Uh, I will say that just having all of the characters um yeah. from ubisoft's lore in the in one uh show is kind of cool uh x defiant was another thing that took forever and i was like why are we spending yeah. so much time on this uh but yeah it, ubisoft was kind of a mixed bag but they had some really good games to show so um i kind of gave it a d because it made me fall asleep uh because they the my problem with ubisoft is they always overshow things they spent they they don't know what the meaning of like cut it down for the yeah. audience. It's just a it's lot of bloat. Like, 
Yeah, like we it's got to be two hours, and and that's it. Like we we just plan it for this, and they they don't go. Eh, let's kind of start shortening all of this stuff. Uh, whatever. Um, yeah. Capcom did the absolute opposite. Yeah, they they made it really short, and then showed you a bunch of stuff that you'd already seen. Yeah, uh, especially with Dragon's Dogma two. Like literally, they tell you. Oh, the trailer that you already saw at the other showcase. Here it is again, but we're going to tell you a couple of things about it. Yeah, like I saw a lot of people saying that this could have just been an email. It, exactly. It could have been some tweets, and mm -hmm. here's the trailers, and you watch them at your own leisure, and cool, whatever. They could have added that yeah. to the, the Xbox showcase, really. Just said, hey, Phil. Yeah, we, they could have just gave... Minutes? One of the showcases, like or you know, Xbox have like a couple games, Summer Game Fest. Here yeah. you have a couple games, and yeah, like Dragon's Dogma too. And then they're like, "Oh, hey guys, Mega Man's back as a mobile game." Yeah. Oh, we're we're taking it offline so you can play it. You know, but uh, um, Ghost Trick. I'm I'm excited. It has a demo. I'm probably gonna go download that and play it. Whatever. Yeah, I don't know um, which one that is. That's the Phantom Detective game where you like technically dead, but you got to figure out. How that happened? You have this like spirit that gets to inhabit objects, and you solve puzzles. Okay, it's fun. It, it was a it was a DS game. Okay, so uh, yeah, that I'm excited for that. Ace Attorney getting another collection is always always good. Yeah, about again, the last collection, I only played a little bit of it. And I got bored. Yeah, it's it's just one of those things. Like they have good games. Just y'all yeah. did a really bad way of presenting them. And it's just like that last showcase they did when they did the E3, the last E3 that was all digital. It was like, hey, we're part of this. Cool. But we really didn't need to be. And it would have been fine. Like, you have awesome... You have Street Fighter out right now. Street Fighter 6, everybody's freaking playing that. Everybody loves that. Every, Monster Hunter Rise is selling like hotcakes. You got Resident Evil 4 being awesome. I mean... Like, yeah. if you were going to do this, tell me you have Resident Evil 9 or tell me you have some big game I, that, you know, honestly, like... I think the, the conference would have been, uh, the showcase would have been fine if they would have had, like, the Dragon's Dogma Direct type of thing with, the, yeah. like, with Starfield. It's just really go into the nitty-gritty of all that stuff. Give us a reason for the conference. Um, yeah, the, they just didn't... the big thing they showed off was Exoprimal. And I was like, I don't know that I really need to see, like, 10 minutes of this. Yeah, I mean, like, Exoprimal, I think, is going to be a game that is going to... You're going to see it on Twitch for about three days. Yeah, it's on Game Pass, so people are going to play it probably more than they would if yeah. they had to buy it. Yeah, I'm going I'm to try it. I mean, if I've got time, I'll, I'll definitely review it. Um, What's that game, game that Pass. came out? Uh, the Square Enix one that was also on Game Pass? Like, Outlanders or something like that? Oh, uh, Outriders? Outriders. That It gives me that vibe. I have exactly yeah, that same. Vibe. I liked I liked Outriders. I mean, I played and reviewed the the base game and the expansion, um, and yeah, like it, they're they're fine games. They're absolutely fine games. But yeah, like this one here, I just don't know. Um, the gameplay like is fine for what I've played, but uh, mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to be a game that I'm going to play past the review period. Yeah. Uh, if I play it, maybe I can get some some friends to play it with me, or some of the Outer Haven folks we can all play together. But it's definitely not one that I think I'm gonna like try out by myself, or yeah, uh, unless my daughter wants to play because it has dinosaurs. But uh, yeah, because yeah. you can take 
over a dinosaur with one class, I believe. Right. Yes. They'd be like, I guess, dinosaur necromancer. Or something. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's really the, kind of the, underwhelming. Yeah, we had the, some of the indie shows, which I didn't watch too much of it. Like, I cataloged mm -hmm. everything in regards to putting out content of, like, if you want uh, page links and stuff. But um, Baldur's Gate 3 continues to look fantastic. Um, Path of Exile 2 looks gorgeous. It looks just like Diablo 4 in a lot of ways, so I'm very excited to see what they do. Um, another couple little hitters and stuff that I thought looked pretty interested is, if you like Metroidvanias, there's Altered Hama. Um, that game looks pretty good. I like the art style that's going with it. And if you're looking for another game that's kind of like a um, city builder, but uh, uh, adventure game, like if you're looking at like um, like my time at Porsche or uh, my time at Sandrock, um, yeah. Critter Cove looks pretty oh, interesting. Cove, yeah, that's neat. Yeah, it's that it's that type of my time at Sandrock, my time at uh, my time at Porsche, like that kind of gameplay where you're 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 building your little town and all that kind of stuff, but it's all cartoony platforming and kind of adventuring and stuff. So there's some decent stuff like the like you get the wholesome direct, you've got the Devolver Digital Devolvers. Um, the offerings that this year were the worst I've seen for Devolver. Yeah, the reason why I didn't I'm cover sure it the is... games were going to be fun, but in regards yeah. to what I expect out of a Devolver showcase, I just I got the games. I've... Agreed. Uh, but, definitely um, wasn't about the game. It was more about making the jokes about AI and and like the the one yeah. thing I'll say about the um, the uh, the indie showcases like whether it's uh, day of the devs day of the devs or day of the devs um, has some really good ones uh, there's some good ones but there was like um i can't remember it was the gorilla collective i think or whatever where there was like 40 games yeah it was really long it was really yeah. long like i don't know how anyone is going to remember the second game or the fourth game or the seventh game when you are two hours in or whatever and you're like here is game number 37 it's like I can't remember any of the ones that came. I, I stopped watching it after like the first 20 minutes because it was like, oh my God, this is so long. And then they had yeah. them talk a lot more than I remember the last yeah, one I like, watched. It just, it was a very bloated show. Like it wasn't nearly as bad as like the Koch Media showcase last year, which was just boring. Oh, that was two hours of like, please like shoot but, my eyes out. Yeah, it's just like the indie these types of indie shows benefit from exposure, of course. Getting those yeah. games out there to show people, you definitely need that. People like, you know, when you have um, Double Fine putting on Day of the Devs, fantastic. Do more of that. Day of the Devs was awesome because it it was curated. Yeah. And it wasn't overly long. It was. Uh, yeah. You remember those titles because if you're like, if when you have 10 or 12 or 13 titles, that's the perfect number to hit for an yeah. indie showcase like that because it allows those games time to breathe it, it makes them memorable because you're not getting bombarded with so much mm -hmm. and like even us just putting together the 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 pages and stuff of having like clickable pictures to 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 go to those trailers and stuff like that took a long time to put together um and there's just way too many stuff even the pc showcase i think it was the like pc gaming days. thing took felt like it took forever too like, yeah like if you're going to do that, do like two or three days, make them about, you know, 40, like maybe half hour to 45 minutes each and just kind of let those games have time to breathe because I just, I just don't think they did. 
you know, it's like you take a look at more more most storefronts and trying to find an indie game on some of those those digital storefronts is a nightmare. Yeah, even Steam, as much as it tries to curate it for you, you feel like you, you know, I have to search most of the time to find the thing that I want. Yeah, and there was lots of really good games on those those indie ones. There was like that, um, the what is it, uh, like Pokemon meets volleyball or whatever. Uh, that Beastie was, Ball. That's what I was going to mention ball. that it was one that stood yeah. out for me. Uh, it's from the team that made Chicory and Winter Song. Yeah. And it, like, freaking looks great. Um, Hyper Life Breaker looked great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Hyper Life Drifter is like one of my absolute favorite games. Uh, Viewfinder, which has a demo on the PS5 store, by the way, uh, looks cool too. It's like one of those like picture games that you can mod- move things around and uh, solve the puzzle, and it looks awesome. Uh, like all the Day of the Devs stuff looked really cool. Like I I wanted to play with Cocoon, which has been shown on an Xbox One before. I really saw everybody too. gushing about that, but I saw the trailer and I'm like, I have no interest in this. But yeah. playing it might be a little bit of a different story because it's got the pedigree behind it because one of the people is like a one of the creatives behind Limbo. Yep. So uh, I don't know. I, I'm totally sold on Internights now after seeing it on both the showcases. Yeah, I I yeah. finally got uh, I finally took a look at that one because we put an article out um, from the press release and um, yeah, it it actually looks pretty pretty interested uh i wouldn't mind trying that yeah um i watched the future game show which normally that one's pretty decent uh it had a yuri lowenthal and laura bailey hosting and as much yeah. as they have like good chemistry or whatever they try to be too cute with stuff and it was just like oh my god stop cutting to them every like two after every two trailers they had to cut to them to say something dumb and i was yeah. just like oh my god just this is going on like 30 minutes longer than it should because we have to keep cutting to them because they're the hosts. Uh, yeah. And there's some, yeah. some decent stuff uh, all yeah. throughout it. Um, but uh, yeah, like I'm yeah. looking at the gorilla collective and my God, there's like 60 games here or something. Oh, and they had like remnant yeah, two um, there, which just felt out of place just with like the, like that game probably has the budget of all of these games. Exactly. But uh, um, no, some decent little stuff, some decent art, like Battle Shapers. I think there's a demo out for that now. Yeah, there's a lot of these that are going to have demos during the next fest thing. So that's what these are good for as well, is letting you know yeah. which ones are going to have demos. Go and try them out. Um, uh, there's some from the future games that I really liked as well. Just I don't want to get into naming a bunch of yeah. uh, games just randomly. Uh, but yeah, definitely some of these are good. It's just they feel like they're overly long because they want to showcase a lot of stuff. And um, it's still, it still works out better. I feel like when it's over and you're just reading an article and you're kind of just watching trailers of things that mm-hmm. interest you than as watching it as a show. Oh. Um, yeah. The one complaint I was actually going to make about the Xbox show. And it's my only complaint is there is no ID at Xbox thing. Yeah. But I mean, I kind of get Maybe it we'll get because, that at the, uh, the yeah, the, the extended. I feel like that's a good place for that because I can have uh, the some of those devs come out and talk about. Yeah, because I want to see that games. replaced. I think is what. It's oh called. yeah, replaced. Yeah, they didn't show anything of replaced. So I want to see more of that, and I want to see that um, that other game that has been delayed for like the last four years. Um, it's that other sci-fi 
side scrolling the last tonight or yeah last night yeah the last night um that one's been mia for a while agree there um yeah they they have some some good indie titles uh, that they've announced in the past that they didn't show so i wonder if that's going to be on that extended but Look, there's a lot of games. There's there was a lot of freaking showcases. There were some indie ones that weren't even part of this that yeah. were also like did stuff like Freedom Games and some other things. Yeah, I was kind of hoping we uh, would have got like yeah. some type of uh, peek at um, Greedfall too, because like Spiders is one of my absolute favorite developers, and like yeah. I'm super pumped for Greedfall too. So what I think you mentioned it already, but what what is your I guess if you if you want to like look at well, the, most of the stuff they showed here is, is for next year. When you look at, I guess, the rest of this year, what are some of the things that you're like looking forward to? Whether it got shown on this, any of these things or not, I guess. Um. Well, I mean, like, there's a obviously there's a couple things that they haven't shown just because the, the those companies don't have a presence here at Summer Game Fest, like Neon Balcom. Um, when you have uh, Trails into Reverie, um, right. that is pretty much my most, my most anticipated. Um, but uh, I don't know. There's some pretty decent stuff. Like, I'm, I'm still excited for Spider-Man, um, you know, because I, I definitely want to see what they're going to do there because I think they have a lot more to play with uh, now that they've... This is their, their third time at having a Spider-Man uh, game through Insomniac. So that one I'm excited for. But uh, I don't know. I, ha- I haven't really paid it too much attention to a lot of release dates right yeah. now. But, um, like, there's some decent stuff... Uh, especially with the um, the man who erased his name. Yeah, um, uh, excited about that. Uh, Immortals of Venom looks has looked good every time I've seen it as well. Yeah, I'm really hoping to get a code for that because I've, I've 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 received code through EA Originals so far before, so I'm excited to try that because I think it I think it could be pretty good. I think it'll all come down to how good the story is as well, because uh, like the elements look pretty decent. Um, the only mm. the only issue I have with first person games that use magic is the clarity of being able to see through those spells to what you're actually attacking, because right. it's a lot of busy stuff in front of you, which is why I think like Avowed, I would personally love it to be third person. So I don't have some big spell in my hands over top where I can't see what's going on through of it. Um, but that looks I think that that could be pretty good. And that's coming out uh, pretty soon. Oh, um, Atlas Fallen. I'm so absolutely excited for that as well too i know that got delayed a little bit lords of the fallen that's another one that i'm looking forward to as well they showed that a lot out of like two or three of the showcases uh that got a big blowout here uh for sure yeah um yeah there's there's still some like really good things you know coming out whether it's in the fall with uh liza p mortal kombat one uh you know, party animals all coming in around each other. Uh, even yeah, the payday like three announcement. Yeah, packed. yeah. September oh, is uh, super God. packed. Um, you have that Dragon Quest Infinity Strash comes out at the end of the that month as well. Yeah. Uh, Starfield at the beginning of the month. Like, yeah, September's got a lot. Um, August has got a lot at the ends as well. You got Baldur's Gate three. Yeah. Uh, sea of Stars. Yeah, Sea of Stars, um, I'm excited for. Uh, the uh, Armored Core 6. So uh, I'm excited for Goodbye Volcano High uh, mm. as well. That comes out at the end of the 
August. So yeah, there's a lot um, in those two months. July is, is kind of, you need a break. So it's good that there's a little bit of a barrenness when you get to July, but there's still going to be people playing Final Fantasy 16 when you get to that. Uh, but you still got Pikmin 4. Um, yeah, I'm not Oxen, a Pikmin guy. Yeah, yeah I'm, but not I'm excited a that people guy are, are, you know, get to play it. Like, there's some there's some Nintendo franchises where I'm like, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, I, I totally get the concept that like, people getting excited about it. But yeah, the only Pikmin like yeah. game that I can say that I actually enjoyed was that uh, that 2D. I character. liked uh, Tiny Ken last year. Tiny Ken, that's yeah. it. Yeah, but um, that yeah, that was really good. But yeah, it like. There's still some really good stuff throughout the rest of this year uh, that's coming. You know, October is oh, yeah, also sure. stacked to Alan Wake 2 or Assassin's Creed yeah. Mirage, Forza. Um, yeah, Alan Wake 2 is going to be pretty interesting. I like at the the giant bomb thing last night. Sam Lake was there and they had a yeah. cam, camera into the green room and he just walked up to the camera and did the Max Payne face. So yeah. that was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> This, I, by and large, I feel like they've really, you got some really great stuff at all of these. And there's still some showcases to come. You got the extended, you got the yeah. RGG um, showcase, which I'm sure we're going to get more Like a Dragon stuff all over that. Um, I wonder if they'll add more cards for um, the Like a Dragon. Because they had like, because they had like Kenny Omega and Raul Coley and Yanner's Natasha yeah. and all that stuff. Like, I wonder if they'll add more cards. They so. probably will, because they want to be adding more things. You shouldn't get people to play it. Um, yeah. uh, and then you got Annapurna at the end of June. That that one's always good. That's another indie showcase that they do a great job of like curating what they're going to show, and then they really show you a lot to be able to get you into that game. Yeah. So. Now, they usually make good games. Like I, I didn't really care for 13 minutes too much. Oh, the twelve minutes thing was terrible. I hated that. Yeah, whatever. That uh, but I love the um, what was it? Uh, artist escape of the guitar one where the guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I don't know the, the exact um, title. Yeah, that one was good. But I know which one. And, and I'm kind of excited for that game. Uh, oh God, I can't right now. But the girl that has like all the boyfriends and it's like an RPG and. Uh, like she has to keep reliving her past with all the, the different ones and has a really cool art style. So okay, yeah. Um, thanks, Jeff, for anytime uh, being on. I'm almost uh, always free. <laughs> well, I mean, I know you and Jordan are continuing to work on that podcast. Yeah, uh, we're just so. figuring out some of the templates and all that kind of stuff. But we should be we should be recording probably in the next couple of weeks. Um, plus, I'm moving as well too. So like that, uh, packing up all this. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so I'm going to be moving. So basically the beginning of July and stuff is when the schedule is going to start being a little bit more, a little bit, a little bit better so that I'm not, you know, so I'm able to actually record something and, and get that going. Cause we got the intro, um, all set. It looks fantastic. Unbelievably cool. And then we got the templates and stuff done. We're just trying to figure out, um, some of the audio, uh, things and stuff like that. We'll, we'll be getting there. We'll be recording pretty soon and then we'll be on a, on a weekly basis. Well, that's uh, awesome to hear. I uh, you know hope things keep going well with uh, the website over there as well. Analytic gaming. Yeah. No, we're doing pretty good. Like again, I'm getting I'm getting some pretty decent codes and stuff like that. We're you know we're growing 
you know, bit by bit, because like it's it's just been me since 2017 and brought Jordan on. So he's been helping with some news. And then for, I think, um, you know, we're going to be I think his I think his first review is going to be uh, AEW. Um, OK, so we're hoping to get uh, uh, two codes for that so we can try out some of the co-op stuff. But um, that's going to be coming pretty soon. But uh, no, like we've got we've got a lot um, planned right now. Um, I'm hoping that Zelda is going to be kind of the next one. I've got the review kind of written, um, but uh, it's one of those games where it's like you can talk about that game for three for three thousand words, right? And not talk about anything with that game. Like it's just um, it's it's good. Like I think I've settled on a nine, just because there's a couple things that I'm still kind of um, not terribly happy with um, in terms of like some things. Like I think the combat is stale, but everything else about the game is really really good they fixed a lot of things but i just i just wish combat would have been a little bit more refined i didn't find myself eager to jump into combat more so but um still loving that game so i think that's the next one to come out and i've got a review coming out for um uh neptunia sister versus sisters which is part of the neptunia series so if you like console waifu that's, that's and stuff uh, like that. crazy that that series has gone on so long yeah oh there's so still, many games so like yeah, yeah uh, I've got the review written, written for that. I'm just doing one final um, edit on it. And then I've got Zelda I'm working on. And then, um, like I said, I can say that, I, that I'm playing Lagos of Fear. So I'll be playing that uh, probably tonight and tomorrow. Um, then I've got my embargoed game that doesn't hit until July, um, which I can't talk about right now. Which I, but, which I uh, think you kind of uh, alluded to already. Oh, it's we'll so good. Up. It's yeah. so good. But... Um, yeah, like that's that I'm um, blasting through right now. A pretty long game. Yeah, but um, so. yeah, like there's there's a lot coming out, and then again, there's there's so much still. Yeah, to, this has to been work. a ridiculous year for games. Yeah, and all that, and still it, working full time job, right? Because yeah. like this is just mm-hmm. you know, a hobby that I that I expense out of my own free time too. So it is what it is. But uh, yeah, you know. It's so fun. I, I love talking about video games, whether it's in a new sense, whether it's podcasting, whether it is talking about games and stuff. And, you know, it's, there's a reason why it takes me two to three days to pretty much write a review is because I just love talking about it. But I'm like, OK, I've talked about it this I, much. I've got to like this cut all this down. <laughs> yeah. I've had 5000 word reviews on like the division, too. We're like, you know, so it, it is what it is, but I'm trying every, every single time I'm like, I'm going to write a short review this time. And I'm like, no nope. check 3,700 nope. words, <laughs> yeah. you know, so it is what it is. Um, Cause like I ramble and yeah, that's how I, I write how I ramble. Yeah. But uh, no, I just like being thorough. Cause I keep seeing like reviews and I'm not going to call any outlets, but it's like, you know, but you know, get a review when you like actually send it, when you send it to the, the team, a lot of times you'll get people coming back to you saying, thank you for being detailed. Thank you for being thorough. Yeah. Um, instead of the ones that like, well, okay, I wrote a review. And it's like, like you said, five, six paragraphs. And I've written well, three got- paragraphs about a crafting system. And then you'll see yeah. some review on a website going like, oh, and the included crafting system. I'm like, wait, you're not even going to talk about the crafting system? It's literally yeah. half the game, you know? So it happens. But again, like I write like I ramble and I ramble like I write. So <laughs> That's okay. Sometimes that's what's great about the internet. You can have reviews for every kind of person. Um, but yeah, thank you again, man, uh, for saving my bacon here. We'll uh, definitely will be looking forward to when y'all get the podcast going. 
Uh, and we'll be back uh, next week. Hope Mark keeps recuperating. He's on like seven weeks now. And see y'all. Uh, see y'all later. Hopefully you enjoyed all the summer game fest stuff. If you did, you can go like, subscribe, follow on the YouTube channel, or find us on the podcast. And yeah, either Sunday or, or Monday, I'll be back again. Later.